0: Welcome to the Inner Sauce Podcast, hosted by the biggest brain in Maine, well, certainly the biggest head. its saucy doubt. That's right, everybody. You know what time it is. The Inner Sauce. Back at it again how you guys doing man how are all the lovely citizens of the sauciverse hope you're all doing well hope you're all doing well we missed a week I know we missed a week for the first time in in a hot minute I uh some of you guys know I went to Michigan or the Michigan versus Michigan State college football game. Had a kick-ass time. Had an awesome time. I had never been west of, I don't know, New York City? <laughs> so, it was cool. It was really cool. Kind of surprising how, well not surprising, but funny to see Just how similar Michigan looks to Maine. I mean, obviously, their inner city is much different than ours. Like, much, much different than ours. But as far as the foliage and the weather and, generally speaking, the people, we had a good time. We were very busy, so I didn't get to do some of the stuff we were hoping to do, like meet some of you guys. But it was a great time, nonetheless. Saucy Mom and I very much so needed that. And then when I got back, I got uh, got really sick. Really sick. Ended up in the hospital. And uh, I'm all good now. We're good. We're back on track. So, anywho... I wanted to kind of pick up where we left off on episode 16. I had said that was the end of season one. Blarty, blarty, blar. And I, you know, the more I kind of uh, sat and thought about it over these last couple of weeks. I think I'm going to take a different approach. I think I'm going to take a different approach. Um, The idea behind moving to a season two, in my mind, was to mark what I called the, the taking off of the safety blanket. But I think instead, it would be more, I don't know if rewarding is the right word, I think it would be more significant. To be able to look back at this thing as a as a journey. Cause that's what it is at the end of the day. I think it would be more significant to look back and just see the the entirety of the journey and just the um you know how how we evolve over time. So I, I'm not even gonna worry about seasons. That's you know, who cares? Who cares? So episode 17 is where we're, uh, where we're at today. And I do want to say I really, truly appreciate the feedback from episode 16. I was very nervous. I got to tell you, I record it live. Mainly to hold myself accountable, so that I can't, I can't wuss out, if you will. I record it live, so that I can't just start over. So everything I say is, in the world, the second I say it. Because the temptation is definitely always there to, to hide behind that that blanket. And it's just much easier than dealing with, um, any repercussions of free thinking. <laughs> so even though I recorded it live, I uh, once I edited it edited did, 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 did it, did it, and attempted to put it on the podcast platforms, it was really hard to hit that publish button. It was really difficult. really difficult. I very nearly deleted it, and just pulled down the live, and scrapped the whole thing, and went with a more widely acceptable topic. I'm very glad that I didn't, because as always, you guys amazed me with the feedback. Now, it was kind of funny, and very telling, how I got the feedback from that episode normally it is in the form of comments under the post itself. In this case I got a ton of direct messages, DMs, from you guys saying I don't want to say this in public I envy your bravery but I am not there and I don't want to get the backlash for this, but this is how I feel. And almost everybody said generally the same thing. I completely agreed with everything I said. The whole kids thing is just wrong. It's it's mind-boggling that it even exists. However, as I expected, Still a handful of people that jump ship. And that's absolutely okay. That's absolutely okay. And what I'm going to say now might offend even more of you, but that's alright too. Because that that's just not going to be... The, the possibility of offending can no longer play a role in what comes out of my mouth. Because like I said last time, I'm just a part of the problem. I'm just a part of the problem if I let the fear of acceptance or lack thereof dictate what I say and how I articulate my thoughts, you know? So, yes. I want to say... I can't even put a figure on it, to be honest, but A good chunk of people jump ship. And the only thing I can relate that to is, as an addict, I, at one time, was not, and I mean this very literally, I was not capable of hearing from somebody else what was the root cause of my actions. I couldn't, because somewhere in there, I already knew that. And I knew that the way I was dealing with it was not the right way. In fact, it was probably the worst way possible. But I I knew that somewhere in there, and I just, hearing it from somebody else was too painful. Too painful to know, for one, that they see that. And for two, far too painful for me to admit to it and have that conversation. To open up to that, you know, to to be vulnerable on that scale at that time was not something I was capable of doing. So, yeah, I do think a lot of people jump ship because they, you know, I almost guarantee that I struck a chord with each and every one of them that they know is true to some extent and they're just not ready to accept that. They're not ready to believe that these extreme measures they're taking to find happiness they're not ready to accept that those are possibly not going to work in the long run. You know? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so I appreciate the overwhelming amount of positive messages that I received. There was some comments. Some of you guys do not care what others think of you, which is amazing. That should be the ultimate goal for all of us. Um, but regardless, you know, there is absolutely no shame in not wanting to deal with that and just sending the message... I appreciate both equally so thank you to everybody who you know i got phone calls from some family members about it had some really good conversations and um yeah i just i appreciate it and as always to everybody who listens to everybody who streams downloads thank you guys for all the support you know uh it's it's pretty awesome it's pretty awesome one of uh, one of the podcasts that I watch had their 500th episode the other day. And I just said, man, that is so inspirational. You know, to think we've been doing this for over four months now. And this is only episode 17. It's really exciting. It's exciting to think what we will have accomplished by episode 500. So... That was a that was an inspirational little thing for me to happen to, to see. But thank you guys, thank you for all the support. And yeah, I uh, I guess I just kind of want to keep going on that general topic, of division, which I think I firmly believe. If you, you know, if you made a graph. If you made, I think, that what do they call it, a, a bubble graph or something? The very center, the, at the very center of all of these topics, everything, the transgender movement, the feminist movement, the uh, toxic masculinity movement, the racism, the religion, the politics, all of these things are little bubbles around the big bubble in the middle that is division. And, uh, you know, if you're a listener, you know that my driving motivation behind all of this, meaning the podcast and my content and the, the goals that I have all revolve around wanting my three children. To grow up with a moral compass, to grow up with values, to to someday leave my house as strong-willed, hard-working, compassionate human beings. And that is, you know, I was ta- talking, to, um, talking to somebody the other day, and it's incredibly difficult to do that. <laughs> you're lying to yourself if you think that it has always been this hard, because it's just simply not the case. It is, quite literally, a daily battle to reinstill those values and those morals into my kids. Because all of this crap, like we talked some about last time... It's in their schools. So they are being taught this by their teachers, by the people that they are supposed to respect and listen to and absorb their information. This is what they're giving them. Which You can say whatever you want to say, but the end result is division and the stripping of said morals and values. Um... So as long as that's a thing, I you know, I'm going to continue talking about it. I'm not saying that this is all we're ever going to talk about, but this is a big deal. This is a big deal, and it certainly deserves at least another episode. You know? So, uh, unfortunately, another thing that I talked about was having guests call into the show. I was not able to set anything up, but I didn't want to continue making you guys wait for... Episode Seventeen. So that is certainly still in the works. Um, I would absolutely love to make that a a part of every single episode as soon as we figure out what method is the most efficient and makes the most sense. Because the bottom line, you know, it's it's kind of it's hard. It's hard to get on here and lay out how I think about things because I just as much as anybody, am always in my own head, constantly second-guessing myself, constantly doubting my myself and everything that that entails. Constantly. I mean that very literally. Um, so it would be amazing for me, as well as anybody listening, to have somebody bouncing these ideas off of and just having just having good dialogue, good conversation about these topics, you know whether they're opposing thoughts or maybe we share the same thoughts and you just see it a different way, or you know whatever life is about relationships, life is about conversation, it really is, so it can only do all of us a lot of good, and uh i I look forward to that so. That is still coming. Not today, but that is absolutely still coming. And then I, I got to tell you, the wife, the wife is getting closer and closer. <laughs> she said, can I do the next episode with you? Absolutely. You know you can. I said, I'm, I'm ready to record. You want to you come? Well, I got to do this. I got to do that. Okay. All right. The Kids don't have school today, so I figured it'd be a good time. But no, she'll, uh, she'll come when she's ready when it's, when the time is right. So anyways, anyways, yeah. Um, I came across something and this is actually, it's kind of funny because. So yeah, I'll, I'll explain a little bit. There is a, an artist, a music artist. He is a rapper. He is a white rapper. And he came on the scene really hot and heavy, very controversial, right out of the gate, much like another very popular white rapper who I happen to grow up idolizing. Um, And I just always, you know, I, I preach... Never judge a book by its cover, but I would be lying if I said I didn't. With Mr. Tom McDonald. Uh, the braids and the face tats and all that stuff—you just, after a certain, wa- after a certain amount of time of seeing these things, and after seeing them in a certain light, so often, I just—it's hard not to just write them off as just another replica of everybody else that I've seen come up through. And then fade away, you know? Um, And then something pretty amazing happened. My listeners, my YouTube channel listeners, watchers, viewers, my little saucy fam, pushed me to react to some of his music. I was really hesitant because I wasn't sure that I would like it. And I also, I knew that, like I mentioned last episode, a lot of my listener base as of now, well, (laughs) as of a week ago, um, covered a lot of all these spectrums that we've created, right? The gender spectrums, the the sexuality spectrums, the race spec—I have a little bit of everything in my family, my quote-unquote family. So I was hesitant, man. You know, uh, I gotta tell you, for one, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who pushed me to listen to him. Hangover Gang, Hog Nation, where yet? I am absolutely a fan and I've only heard five, five or six songs now. I think I'm a fan. I I am a fan. If you remove the appearance and you remove the in your face attitude and all that, and you just listen to the message, I don't care your age. I don't care your color. I don't care anything about you. If you just read the lyrics off a piece of paper and absorb the message, you will be a fan too. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I'm going to prove it to you in just a second. But yeah, thank you. Thank you to everybody that pushed me to listen to Tom because this man, this kid, this guy is really out here. Making change. Now, (laughs) I'm a pretty open-minded guy. I'm a pretty open-minded guy. I give everybody a chance. And I had a hard time getting to a place where I could just listen to his message. So, I do know that the chances aren't super high for a certain brand of human being. For a certain brand of 2022 human being. To give him the chance, to give him the time of day, you know, and to give him an actual fair and honest listen. For one, you'd have to be a fan of rap. For two, I don't know, you'd have to be pretty open-minded about your beliefs. And um, what is the root cause of those beliefs? one thing that I have found its just been so prominent in all the content I've watched, everything I've read, since I've really started diving into these controversial things that divide us, these subcategories of division, <laughs> the most prominent thing that I've found is 99% of people that feel so passionately about one of these things almost can never tell you why it's this big trend on the internet now to you know these people are just walking the sidewalks of densely populated areas and just asking strangers do you feel this way yes okay why uh well uh cuz it's better uh, well can you give me an example no well, i don't have to. i don't have to give you an example i'm out of here and they just walk away i i'm this isn't like five times. I've seen hundreds of cases of this. I'm yet to see one where they actually have a legitimate, fact-based, evidence-based argument. I'm yet to see it, which is just insane considering the level at which these things are being driven down our throats. These things are dividing us as people, as a country. As a as a globe. You would think there would be evidence just you know, all over the place. You'd think we'd be tripping over it. But we're not. There isn't. Yet so many people have a level of passion for these topics that I mean you would think their parents were killed over it. Literally. <laughs> Yet they cannot, when put on the spot, they absolutely cannot put their finger on why they even feel that way. Or God forbid you question any of it. Like when I said, I do believe a lot of the transgender stuff has to do with mental health. And that, I certainly believe that. And, you know, my main problem with the whole kids thing is, for one... You're telling people that have never had their first kiss to decide if they're gay or not. I'm I'm sorry. That just can't be a realistic expectation. And if you agree with that, we don't have a lot in common. We just don't. We just don't. You're going to ask somebody that has never... Kissed the opposite sex or the same sex? They've never had their first kiss. They're expected to not just figure out if they're gay or not, but are, are they in the right body? Man, it, it doesn't take a lot of looking into it and research to figure out that that's a, it's a problem. That's a problem. These kids who kids are naturally confused were learning we're growing we're being thrust into this giant world and learning all this information and all these crazy different things are being thrown at us and now you add all of these people again teachers their elders constantly asking them well you know little girl do you think you might be a little boy because that's that's okay if so, you know we can do something about that. No, that's called like major self-love issues. I'm sorry man it is when you pass away in a hundred years and they dig up your body you they are going to know if you were a male or a female. That is just the fact you cannot just... Oh, I'm this now. It doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. No matter what society tells you, it just doesn't work that way. And my problem is, even if, even if somebody transitions and they lead an amazing, happy life, I could not possibly be happier for you. But that, man, that just doesn't, that doesn't solve the big problem. That is denying the possibility that mental health could have something to do with that. Body dysmorphia. Um, you know, just self-love. Just somebody hating how they look, hating themselves. Do you think that's a new thing? That is not a new thing. And it's certainly not specific to gender. That, that has to do with weight either overweight or underweight, that has to do with complexion, skin tone, the size of your facial features. I mean, this is a very real thing. And instead of helping this underdeveloped mind, this, this growing human being, and teaching them to love themselves, instead we're saying, you are absolutely right for not loving your body. You shouldn't love your body. You should instead change your body. That is now how we're dealing with this. That is what, not, not just how we're dealing with, that is how we're encouraging kids to view themselves. Like if you're not a 10, if you're not a, a gorgeous person, well, you should really make yourself one so that you can be happy, which is just, you know, anybody who knows a damn thing about, life knows that that is just so far from true so far from true i don't know man um but yeah so <laughs> that's just my little uh call back to last week and that honestly has nothing to do with what i wanted to talk about today but every time i bring it up i get so passionate about it because again i have an eight an eleven and a twelve year old that come home every effing day talking about another situation where a librarian, a teacher, a this or that offered them a book teaching them about what it means to be gay and transitioning. And like, this is a problem. I'm sorry. I do not care what you think. I do not care if you agree with me or not. It is in all senses of... M- morality and humanity wrong it is wrong it is just purely and simply wrong i mean my god how many times do you change as a person from 10 years old to 15 years old from 15 to 20 from 20 to 25 from 25 to 30 i've said many times I am literally just now really getting a grasp of who I am. And I mean that I'm 34 and I am not like the odd one out. That is very common. That is very common. You don't know who you are in your teens, in your twenties. You just don't, you haven't lived enough yet. You have not lived enough yet. So, I don't know, man. I just, uh, again, as long as I'm being asked these things by my kids every day, this is what's going to be present on my mind. So, it's going to continue to come up. I, I, the the compassionate part of me wants to say, I'm really sorry about that. But I'm not, though. There's There's a much bigger part of me that wants to create change. And not only that, but wants to... Wants to give everybody else a voice. Like, it's it's madness to even think, but it's true. Those with traditional values have much fewer people to turn to than those that don't. And it happened, it happened so fast. I mean, it happened so fast. I was talking about it with my father the other day. You know, when you talk about the generational gap between my grandparents' and my parents' childhoods, it's a big gap. When you talk about the generational gap between my parents' childhood and my childhood, another big gap. When you talk about the generational gap between my childhood and my kids' childhood, it's all of the others combined. It is equivalent to all All of the others combined. And it's just scary. It's so hard to keep up with. Um, And you know, I uh, I saw a brief interview with Denzel Washington, and he put it. He basically was able to articulate what I've been trying to say (laughs) for a really long time. In that you cannot get overwhelmed by the the size of these issues and how out of control they are you can't because the fact of the matter is by the time you start looking out your, your windows and you get outside the damage is done by the time you get outside, you get to the school, you get to work, the damage is done there's not a big enough megaphone for you to talk to that many people. The damage is done by the time you leave your house. You have to you have to create that change in your home. Those morals that I spoke about, the values that I spoke about, the moral compass that I spoke about, humanity, just all of those things. You can only control what goes on under your roof. You can only control what goes on under your roof. And it's very important that you do so. It is more important than ever before. And another problem with all of this, I also said this to my dad, is my generation, generally speaking, is pretty lazy. We're pretty lazy People, Whether that be as parents, whether that be as a workforce, I mean, it's not like that's my opinion. The evidence is literally everywhere. And it's only going to get a trillion times worse from us to our kids. But my point to that is you have a lazy generation raising probably the highest risk generation in the history of humankind. I do not think that is an exaggeration. I do not think that's an overstatement. You have a lazy generation raising the highest risk generation of all time. Which is just an an awful mixture. It's an awful combination. It really is. Because I got to tell you, I do get exhausted. It's like we have these really long, deep conversations about something and walk away from it feeling like, yeah, man. They, they really got that they understood what I meant I'm so proud of them they, they constantly show me that they have a good head on their shoulders and you know they're not going to be tainted by all this crap that they're being fed every day 24 hours later they walk through the door <laughs> coming home from school and uh, hey dad at school today blah 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 and I'm just in the corner headbutting the wall because yeah, well, okay. Let's talk about it again. It's never ending. So you can I, I wanna say you cannot be lazy, but that is like the the understatement of the century. You absolutely have to be relentless in your in your pursuit of installing these values and morals into your into your household. Whatever that looks like for you it's so crucial that you do that and you do not let up your foot cannot come off the gas because everywhere else they go they are relentless they are relentless and uh i don't know if you've looked around lately but they're succeeding they're relentless and they're succeeding so now now it's really scary because there's tons and tons of examples. Well, look at Caitlyn Jenner. She's on the cover of magazines. Don't you want to be like her? No, I want to be like I want to be like him. You mean, you mean Bruce Jenner. The incredible Olympic athlete. Yeah, I would love to work that hard and have that kind of skill and work ethic and drive to do something like win a medal at the Olympics. Yeah, I would love to do that. Now look, man, I'm going to say it again. I'm not here to make friends, guys. I'm not here to make friends. I am here. The way I think about this, if I walk out of my front door tomorrow and get hit by a meteorite, I have thousands of hours, thousands of hours of me on the internet just kind of spewing my perspectives my values my morals my kids have an endless supply of hearing what dad would have thought about something at their fingertips so that is that is a big reason why i say what i say so that's what i mean by the safety blanket is not an option i am i am simply part of the problem if i keep that on and i and i don't talk about these controversial things I'm quite literally defeating my very purpose of doing this you know I don't want them to listen and be like well he didn't really say how he felt I don't know I don't know what he means by that No. no 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 no. there's no gray it's black and it's white there's wrong and there is right not in the eyes of the law, not in the eyes of, of People Magazine, not in the eyes of TikTok. No. In the eyes of humanity. In the eyes of humanity, right and wrong is very black and white. So, anywho, um, what I really wanted to talk about today, <laughs> now, that, now that I got that out of my system, what I really wanted to talk about today was Tom McDonald and how impactful a few of these songs that I've, and again, he, he has a huge catalog already of music that I'm yet to listen to. So I'm sure there's a ton more examples in his body of work, but this one song that I listened to really hit me hard because man, I got to tell you, I used to write music as a kid that that was one of my outlets for what was going on around me, and the issues I was having, was music. And I'll pat myself on the back for 12, 13, I was pretty good at it, man. I I was pretty good at it. I came across one of my old binders a few years ago, and I, I was kind of impressed, <laughs> you know? You totally forget about the thoughts that you had, and how you used to write, and talk, and whatever, so it was, it was pretty neat, but as a songwriter this guy is just it i don't know man it is absolutely amazing so i'm gonna read you some lyrics okay and i really encourage you guys no matter what your taste in music is no matter i mean it's 2022 the guy looks like i mean he looks like a rock star he's got braids tattoos on his face uh, platinum teeth and you would not think this would come out of his mouth but man his values his moral compass what he stands for is nothing i mean it's just it is exactly what the world needs man i it is exactly what the world needs period He's an underground artist at that so he's not part of the system he's not part of the machine he does it all himself his wife his wife shoots all the music videos they do it all themselves it's extremely impressive i'm talking extremely impressive um and then yeah you know he censors his own music in 2022 not one of his music videos has a swear word in it, because his audience ranges from so young to so old. Like, what? Who does that? He knows damn well that it's not helping his sales by censoring his music, but he does it. That's what, that's somebody that you can truly get behind, because you know their, their ambition and the motivation behind what they do is so genuine and so pure. Right? Because if it was all about numbers and blah, 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 he would not do so many of the things that he does, including censoring his music. Okay. Division, right? Let's get back to this. So I'm just going to, this is towards the end of this song. The song is called The System. System. The song is called The System by Tom McDonald. Highly recommend you go check it out along with all of his other music. The guy is extremely gifted. So this verse, well, let's see here. So this is the back half of the chorus. I'll just start with that. Welcome to the system. Everyone is a victim. It does not matter if you're black or white. It hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. Now you got to really, like, you know, if you have to pause me, just to take it in or maybe pull up these lyrics yourself to read along with me, whatever you got to do. I, again, Tom McDonald, the system. If you search that lyrics, it's very easy to find, but you really need to digest what he's saying here. I, I, I could not imagine somebody articulating this any better than he did. So here we go in the final verse. Okay. Welcome to the world everybody! I'm going to paint you black and white. I'm going to make you hate each other so everyone will fight. I'm going to give you all religion. Let the righteous find the light. But I will also give you science to oppose the word of Christ. I mean, really? I'm gonna paint you black and white and then make you hate each other, so everyone will fight and then I'm gonna give you religion like tons of religions, but then I'm gonna also push science so that everybody has a side to pick everybody has a side to fight on, and what decides give us well in the middle of those sides is a fight it's the it's division. <clears throat> And then he continues. I'm gonna give you I'm going to give you borders, their imaginary lines. If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies. Let that sink in, man. I'm gonna give you borders, their imaginary lines. If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies. Like Jesus. The way he puts some of these things. He continues. I'm going to give you money. That you'll value more than life. And let the 1% have everything. While you fight to survive. I We talk about that. Quite often. <laughs> um, you'll never get me to change my mind. But. He kind of proves my point here moving forward. So anyways, and then I'll give you politics. I'll call it eh, left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I'll conquer both the sides. Sorry. I'm going to start that one over. And then I'll give you politics. I'm going to call it left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides. Can't you see? I'm the system. My whole purpose is divide. What you choose will never matter because everything is mine. If that doesn't hit you like a brick wall, then I'm not doing a good job of reading this to you and you need to go listen to the song. Because that is so real... That is, that is, I mean, in four little paragraphs, that is everything wrong with our world. I mean, he left some stuff out. But that is a a massive part of what's wrong with, with our world. Not our country. With our world. With humanity. Paint you black and white. Give you borders, politics, religion. And... All of this comes from the same place. It all comes from the same place. At at the very top of the pyramid, it comes from the same place, man. So we're all picking sides, left, right, Democrat, fucking Republican. Like, I have such a hard time giving a shit because it all comes from the same place. And everybody feels so pet. Well, no, you you have to vote this. Well, I mean, we're going to be screwed. Uh, No, we're not. No, I mean, we have literally had a mentally handicapped... I'm pretty sure he died three years ago, and it's just like his corpse as a puppet running our country for however long now. And before that, we had a reality TV star that a bunch of us fell in love with because the other side was just so... It just, it was so like almost insane, some of the stuff they say and believe in. But listen to what I just said the other side. Do you realize how far we are in such a short time? Do you realize how far we have come to sides? Me- meaning. The fact that we are all just human beings is, like, dead. It's dead. It's dead. It's not even present in our world. The fact that we're all just people. No, we're not just people. It's what do you identify as? What color are you? Where do you stand on race racism? Where do you stand on feminism? Do you think women should make as much as men? Where, you know? And if not, why? Why not? Don't you think that anybody should be able to be anything, including gender? No? Why not? Religion? Well which religion do you believe? And if it's not the right one, quote unquote the right one, well why not? It's literally all just division. It's all just div it all just keeps us fighting, constantly fighting. Meanwhile And this is another thing I saw the other day that Was articulated better than I have been able to do it myself is slavery. That is like the biggest magic trick I've ever seen because it was done to the entire population, right? It was done, this magic trick was done to the entire population where they said, poof, slavery's gone, slavery's gone. We freed the slaves. It's over. Everybody cheer. The amount of people in our country that believe slavery was specific to one race? I I mean that just shows you right there how successful they've been in driving these messages home. The fact that like, you know, Jew Jewish people uh in China, l- literally in every culture there has been slavery in every culture. But as an American, well no, that that, you know, white people did that to black people. The fact that the first slave owner was a the the fact that the first slave owner ever was a black man that totally deleted from history, right? For the most part. And I'm not saying it was right. Obviously, slavery period is morally wrong it is it is evil absolute evil but the magic trick is when they told everybody it went somewhere slavery never went anywhere wake up what are you talking about listen to me for a second before you roll your eyes and think you know what I'm trying to say just listen to me for a second You work your entire life. You literally work your entire life. By the time you retire, which, you know, retiring is basically a thing of the past because of inflation and all these other things. The The point I'm trying to make is you work your entire life until your body is no longer good for anything but sitting on a couch. Right? I mean... Generally speaking, some people are amazing about fitness and diet and blah, 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 super disciplined, and they're the minority. Generally speaking, you work your entire life until your body is no longer useful. Just hoping you can save enough of this green paper to be able to retire bef- you know, before you die, so you don't, you don't just die while still having two days a week to yourself. Out of this gift of life that nobody knows if this is our only shot at this ever. This might be a one-time deal. It more than likely is a one-time deal. Yet, we trade the entire thing for money? For money. Okay, so we established that, right? So where does money come from, guys? These people literally print They just print it. They pull it out of thin air. It's not like it represents anything. The money doesn't represent it used to a very long time ago. Money doesn't represent anything. So, explain to me how that is any different than slavery. Why? Because you can walk outside and headbutt the tree in your yard? You're free now? Really? Really? So if you don't go to work for two weeks, three weeks, a month, how free are you going to be? How free are you going to be? And what were your what will your living conditions look like? And the 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 people that have all the money, they they just print it. it it's you know I have a printer. I don't have the special uh, recipe to, to print money, but they do they just print more of it they just print money pull it out of thin air and print money and they they give you that in exchange for your life you trade your life for this thing that they just they just pull out of thin air so what what are you trading your life for the the, the entire as tom says the system the entire thing is its division at its core and the goal of the div- I guess that has always been in the back of my mind as my my question like yeah I totally see your point I can totally see that we are being divided but why would they do like I've never understood why what are they getting out of it <laughs> well man it was right in front of my face if they keep us divided they keep us super sidetracked and busy with all these things that absolutely do not matter, well, we'll never catch on to the fact that we're just on a hamster wheel and literally exchanging our lives for paper, for, for something that they just print more of when they need to. It doesn't represent anything. it, it is It is literally green paper. And that's what we trade our life for. Before you're old enough to to have a memory, you're in school, and that's it. Before you're old enough to have a memory, you're in school, and by the time you're done working, if you're not dead already, you're not physically capable of doing much of anything. When my grandparents retired, they couldn't get it in and out of the Corvette my grandfather bought, so he sold it. They couldn't ride in the sports car that he dreamed of his whole life because they weren't physically capable of it it was too low they couldn't get down on the ground because their bodies just wouldn't let them it's unbelievable man it's unbelievable and it's really frustrating whenever you know i do want to create change and i want to I want to help as many people as humanly possible in my lifetime see life for what it really is and just help as many people as I can regain those values and remember what matters and not let all these artificial things affect your mental, ha- your mental health and your happiness and what you get out of life, which is supposed to be all that matters. But for a majority of the people, it's not even on the priority list. There's no room for it. There's no room for it. You got to remember what's important, man. You got to remember what matters. And we can't let these wild, wild ways of thinking and the fact that a certain few people are driving these insane narratives down our throats. You just can't, you just, you have to find a way to get to a place where it just goes right in ear, goes in one ear and right out the other. It has to just go in one and just fly right out the other side. It has to. You cannot pay it any mind because there's no substance to it. There is no value in it. You are literally wasting your time on this earth by paying it a lick of mind. I mean, the the fact that they... (laughs) Oh, man. Never, Never in a million years did I think in my lifetime would... People like my dad, and his dad, and my mom's dad, and my uncle's, and my uncle's dad's. Never in my wildest dreams did I think all those amazing men would go from my heroes to what's wrong with our world. I I can't even fathom how we got here. I, I just... I can't. And you want to know a really good example of what I'm talking about? (laughs) So let's take the whole feminism movement, right? Feminist movement, whatever. Feminist movement. The, The big thing is the wage gap. They push that. Do you know why they push that? Why that is the leading argument for the feminist movement? Do you want to know why? because they have a statistic that they can stand on that says women make 77 cents on the dollar in comparison to what men make now that's the end of their statement of course you can't read any more of that without shooting themselves in the foot so that's that's their statement and then it's just like a it's a, it's a toddler argument do, do men make more than women and they try to explain no 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 d- yes or no do do men make more than women and the short answer is yes now would you like to hear why do you want to know why that statistic exists why do they make 77 cents on the dollar well let's talk about it it's it's actually super simple for one men go into trades that women don't like science uh math engineering jobs that pay more men work for i think it's 46 hours a week women work 41 um that i don't remember the whole breakdown of it but i mean it's it's laughable that it's it has nothing to do with a woman gets paid less than a man if they're both equally equipped for a job, they're going to get paid the same amount. it doesn't their gender doesn't matter. but they stand on that statistic that men make more than women to drive this whole feminist movement. And what's that doing? Well, it's depopulating our country at a rapid rate, a rapid rate. In eight short years, 52 percent of women, 24 to 44, will be single for the rest of their lives. They will never reproduce. They will never have a family. And then guess what? 90% of women that are single, and I think it's over 45, are on antidepressants. 90%. Do you know why? Well, let's think about it. Maybe it's because we're denying who we are. You can do whatever you want to your body, man. You can play pin the wiener on the girl, or you can play whatever games you want to play. You were born what you were born. I, I'm a man. I was born a man. So I have manly instincts. When my wife wears her underwear, well, it makes me feel like mating. (laughs) That, you know, and they, they make men feel like pigs for that. And we don't even know why. Like we, we make our, we end up feeling like shit about that. The fact is, that's who we are. We were created to procreate. So when we see a female, showing, you know, showing her body, our gut, our soul, our very innermost being says, "Wow, that looks really good." It's not like it's a, a, a. A conscious decision that we make to feel that way it's who we are so in that same light when a when a 50 year old woman wakes up one day and that career that from 18 years old and on she was told is all that mattered get your money right you don't need no man well when she wakes up at 50 years old with no kids no family She's on her way to the doctor's to get ant- antidepressants. And that's not my opinion, okay? That is the fact. I know facts are not not uh, super welcomed in these conversations because they don't do anybody any good that looks at these things from those flawed points of view. But that's the fact of the matter, man. You are, you are stripping us of who we are which just creates all these issues it's one giant vicious cycle when somebody has mental health issues somebody hates themselves from within and you affirm their decision to hate themselves by saying you should change how you look not only change how you look but pretend to be something that you are not you can call it whatever you want guys at the end of the day, you are pretending to be something you're not. Period. At some point, that's going to rear its head. At some point, the side effects of that are going to show themselves. And like I said, I know that's why a bunch of people jumped ship last week. I get it. I was not ready to hear the truth at one point. And a lot of these people, especially if they've made permanent life-lasting decisions and changes to their body. Can you imagine coming to the realization that you did that for the wrong reasons? Or the the real cause of what made you do that is still not being treated? I can't even imagine. I know the damage I did to my body, the damage I did to my family, was super hard to come to terms with when I got clean. I can't imagine if my realization was, holy crap. I am, you know, I can never have kids because of what I did to my body. I, I will never come back from this. i These decisions that I made, while mentally unwell, are with me for life. Can you even imagine... And it's just all one big cycle. So now you have all these adults that have had mental illness their whole life and it's never been treated. You know, I mean, the mental health, why that exists everywhere, that shouldn't be a question either, because again, you're stripping us of who we are. We are human beings. We are not slaves at heart. We were not put on earth to run on a hamster wheel for 60 years and then die on a couch. So yeah, you're going to need some pills. You're going to need something to feel happy about this fake life that you're living. And I don't know how it ever changes. I don't know. You know, I know it's kind of dark. I know it's kind of scary. I don't know how this all changes without a complete reset. I, I'm not saying that that's what I want. I love people. I want everybody to live forever. I, you know, that's where I'm at. But I don't know how we ever get back from here. We are so far gone on all of these fronts. I just don't know how we get back to to traditional. To, to Not even that. I don't know how we get back to being who we are. How does a man become proud of being a man again how do we get to a place where young boys are taught what it is to be a man again because i'm gonna draw, you know my son's gonna know but what about the other 50 kids on my street so then when you're talking about three generations from now and my our kids are the parents and the grandparents and the great-grandparents dude how strong is our country are you kidding me? Half of them don't know what bathroom to use. You're going to tell them to go to war? Well, that's offensive. I mean, we don't... Just throw in the towel. Just give us the L, man. Just give us the L. And same thing with women. That You know, I... Again, I have to make sure I always... Think of both sides because naturally I think about it from my perspective. I am a 34 year old man, straight man. But as a woman, it's the same thing. They're stripping you of who you are. And of course, making money and and doing all these things, it's of course it feels good. It's called dopamine. You're getting an adrenaline rush from m- achieving these goals and getting promotions and all this other stuff. I don't care how long it lasts. I promise you. It, it is a guarantee. You are going to wake up one day and you are going to hate what you have done with your life. And it's not your fault. The point is, it's not who you are. You your natural instincts, your natural uh natural mission is to mother a family. It's it's to to give birth, to, to beautiful kids, to raise them, to support your other half, your husband, and to just Be a a family, a strong family with with good values. I'm going to tell you what, man. I I know some people in my life that are 50, over 50, and have never been a parent. You can't tell me that they're not different mental health-wise than those that have a family. You just can't. You just can't. And I'm not saying it's anybody's fault because the fact of the matter is it is not anybody's fault. But we are lying, absolutely lying to all these young girls, all these young women, lying, flat out lying to them by saying and implying that this career they're supposed to chase and spend their whole life dominating. We are lying to them by telling them that is going to bring satisfaction and um, a, a feeling of, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Not satisfaction. A feeling of accomplishment. That that feeling of accomplishment that your career gives you as a woman is going to be very short-lived in the grand scheme of things. It might be 20 years. It might be 30 years. <clears throat> but the the facts are you're going to wake up one day and absolutely regret that you never fulfilled your destiny, so to speak, by mothering children and supporting a husband and being, being a family. You know, what is the lifespan of nuclear families in our society? Like, For real. Look at the, (laughs) you can't tell me that that's a crazy question when you look at the difference from my childhood to now. You just can't. In 20 years, the world has completely flipped upside down. When I was 14, my daughter's about to turn 13. Literally 20 years The world has completely flipped upside down. So you can't tell me that it's a crazy question to ask how much longer will nuclear families last in our society, in our, I do think this is mainly in our country for reasons we'll get into another time. But I know it's elsewhere as well, but it is very prominent here in comparison to some other places. I I just don't know. I just don't know. And that all leads to the mental health thing, you know? The the statistics about a ch- a child's success in life without a father figure. We went over that in the last episode. They are I mean, I was completely blown away. My jaw was on the floor when I read those statistics. It's it's remarkable. <clears throat> of the homeless are from single mother homes. That is flabbergasting. Like, what? And that wouldn't be a scary statistic if it wasn't for the fact that we are teaching girls to hate men. And men are fastly, fastly, men are very quickly giving up on nuclear families as well. Why 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 would I sign this piece of paper and marry this woman when the system is literally going to pay her to take half of my things and they'll give her more money if she takes my kids as well. Why why would men keep signing up for that? Do you know how rare? How rare that is becoming? Do you realize that? Now again, I know the, the age demographic in my following. I know that a lot of you guys might be a little out of touch with just how insane all of this is. And just how real all of this is. Which, like I've told you before... I'm jealous. I I have always tried to stay very disconnected because it's just, you can't look far into it without bumming yourself out. The news is on for two minutes and I'm just bummed out. Like, I've always tried to stay very disconnected from all of it. Until it started really affecting my kids and I realized I am absolutely part of the problem if I don't, for one, learn what all of this stuff is about, which was really hard for me. And two, learn ways to to continue instilling traditional values in them. Yes, traditional values. That's a good thing. That can you imagine? That is a good thing. Traditional values are traditional for a friggin' reason, man. Not cuz they're toxic, not cuz they're bad. Traditional values are great. And they're being demonized. Meanwhile, while all of these things have us all fighting and hating each other, we're just like, (laughs) I have these little animations that run through my head, you know? Sometimes I see life in in a cartoon in my head. And I just see everybody driving on their own little hamster wheel in their little car. Just looking out the driver's side window, yelling at the car next to them. You know, never going anywhere, never doing a damn thing. But they're super angry at the guy next to them until all of a sudden their car runs out of gas and their story ends. What did they ever do? They bought a house. Wow. They bought a house. Oh, they paid all their bills on it what did you what did you do what did you do for the people around you that will last another generation don't tell me money don't tell me money of course money is going to make their lives easier in this society that we live in of course i mean duh and i'm not saying that working your tail off your whole life and doing things like that is a bad thing absolutely not absolutely not I, I think you should take great pride in the fact that you made your kids or your kids kids or your kids 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 lives easier because of the hard work you put in but how long is that how long is that going to last how long is that that financial head start that you gave how long is it going to last well i'll tell you this if that was your main focus and all you worried about it's not going to last very long. It's not going to last very long. Because for one, they're not going to appreciate it. They're not going to know how to. How would they? We're not born with this knowledge. How would they? Values, morals, goals, humanity. Th- these are the things that matter, man. Family. Family is all that matters. Family. When's the last time you talked to your mom? When's the last time you talked to your dad? When's the last time you hugged everybody and just told them that you love them? When's the last time? In comparison, when's the last time you felt sick to your stomach about your electric bill? When's the last time you felt sick to your stomach about about working hard enough and where you stand in, in in the monetary world? I'm going to tell you what, I bet 99% of you, if you're being honest, you've thought about all of those monetary things 15 times since the last time you considered calling your mom or your dad or hugging somebody and telling them how you feel. Life is about relationships. Life is about family. So while there is great pride to be taken in setting up future generations monetarily there is much more pride to be taken in instilling values and teaching them teaching them how to continue passing that on i've told you guys many times the number one thing on my vision board is to to find a way and i still don't know what this is all i know is i'll know it when i see it i'll know it when i think of it and maybe maybe what i'm doing is it I, i don't know My number one thing on my vision board is to create change that continues creating change. Meaning, when my time on earth has come and gone, I want what I have done in my life to continue inspiring change, to continue showing my family and all of my family after me, showing them the value in humanity, in traditional values, in masculinity, in femininity, femininity, sound like uh, Sid from Ice Age. Seriously though, man, that's what is important. That's what is important. And I know it's not taught. I know you start to, I mean, you almost feel like an idiot sometimes. When I hear some of these things, when I was really educating myself on these topics and learning about some of it, I felt so dumb during little pieces and some of the information that I would read and see and hear. I felt so dumb at times. Like, how did I ever not see that? How could I ever let that get me fired up knowing it doesn't mean anything? When I'm laying on the bed about to say goodbye to this world and telling my family I love them, do you think I'm going to give a shit about my credit score? Do you think I'm going to give a shit about what car I drove? Do you think I'm going to care at all about what people thought about me? No, (laughs) no. (laughs) I mean, in the negative sense, I will absolutely care what they thought about me in the sense of, I hope they... I hope as many people as possible can look to me and just know that what they think and how they feel, it's not only not wrong, it's necessary. It's valuable. It's eternally valuable. I mean, every time I talk about this, I do get fired up because do you know what gets me fired up about all of this? It is my desire. To create change on a massive scale. It's how badly I want to get this message into 20 million ears, you know? But the fact is, I have to sit back. Like right now, I'm literally, I'm gonna lean back in my chair. I need to bring it down, I need to drop the tone, I need to breathe. and I just gotta remember I'm gonna open my bedroom door as soon as I stop recording this I'm gonna go downstairs and I'm just gonna continue being the dad to my family I'm gonna create change in my house and perhaps you know this is another way of looking at that item on my vision board Perhaps the change that continues creating change is my kids. Perhaps it's the values, the traditions, the morals, the the life perspective that I instill in my kids. Maybe that's the change that continues to create change. That's very likely. And that would be, it almost makes me emotional just thinking about that being possibly what that represents. I do believe it represents something. I know I'm the one that wrote it, but I do believe it represents something. Maybe that's it right there. But regardless, all I can control is what's in my house. I, I can't go door to door. I can't drive this down people's throats because the reality is anybody that doesn't want to listen isn't going to listen. I was there not long ago. Like I said at the beginning of this. Nobody that Isn't ready for a change in mindset. Isn't going to give this the time of day. So there's no point in letting it consume me. And take too much energy. You know what I mean? What really matters is that in my house. Everybody in my house. Means. I'm I'm sorry. Everybody in my house knows what it means to be a good, valuable human being. How to love yourself, that everybody deserves love. Everybody. Everybody deserves love. I'm just going to continue teaching them that treat others as you want to be treated is not a cliche statement it is it is a phrase to live by I don't know man I don't know I just like I said earlier when I when I think about all these things I see racism in a little bubble I see the feminist movement in a little bubble. I see the trans movement in a little bubble. I see LGBTQ in its own little bubble. I see all of these things, politics in a little bubble, um, all of it, all of these subtopics in their own little bubble. And then they're all, they all have a line connecting to the big bubble in the center that is division. They're all the same to me. They're all the same to me. They just apply to a different group of people. Therefore, they can they can get everybody. There's there's a little division for everybody. There's plenty to go around. So yeah, uh Tom McDonald, highly recommend it. I don't care if rap is your thing or not. It is worth a listen. Pull up If you have a hard time understanding what he's saying, pull up the lyrics. Read along when you listen. I do that sometimes. There's no pride in being able to understand every word. I I have to do that sometimes. Pull up the lyrics and read along as they sing the song. He just released a new song. I actually just reacted to it this morning uh, called Fighter. Another message that I just could not agree with more. He said... You say you're not a fighter, but I think you're a liar because you're still here. You're obviously a fighter, and I, co- I totally agree. You can't be looking at me right now and tell me you're not a fighter. You can't because you're lying to me. You are here looking at me. Therefore, you are a fighter. Now, more than ever. I'm telling you what, man. To be able to stand on your own two feet in this world and be proud and love yourself in this world that's that that's harder than it has ever been and that is not debatable in the slightest you are a fighter and so am i i never would have given myself that that tag years ago never if anything i was a coward that's how i viewed myself I was I took the easy way out. I went to drugs, right? I was a coward. I gotta tell you, man, I am so far from perfect. It's not even worth discussing. But I am damn proud of who I am today. I am I am damn proud of how far I have come with the relationships in the with my family. I'm damn proud of what my wife and I have overcome as a couple. I'm damn proud of the love that we have for each other and how loyal we are to each other. I am damn proud of my three kids and how proud they make me everywhere they go. All I ever hear is how genuine and sweet they are and how big their hearts are. And you know what? That's all that matters to me, man. That's all that matters to me. You can teach somebody how to work hard. It's really hard to teach somebody how to love hard. So that makes me very proud. That makes me very proud. Um, yeah. Anyways. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here for today, guys. Um, I don't know. I know not everybody is going to agree with everything I said. That's not the point of this. But I do hope you can find value in it. I do hope. I hope, like I always say, if just one person listening heard something that they could hold on to that affirms their beliefs, because God knows all these crazy things are being affirmed everywhere we turn. So, us quote-unquote traditional folks are left wondering, are we wrong all of a sudden? Like, should I want to be a woman or, or you know, should I hate? I, I don't know. I don't know. Should I hate somebody that voted for Joe Biden? Should I hate, you know, I, I just don't know, man. All All of these topics, religion, blah, 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 you name it. We're all just people. We are all just people and i love you guys i don't care i don't care if you're an addict and you're i don't care what you've done i don't care how bad of a person you think you are i don't care anything i don't care i don't care if you're steaming hot mad at me right now because you believe the total opposite of everything i just said i don't care that does not change the love I have for you at all, because I am a human being, you are a human being, and together we are stronger than we are apart. Don't let these things get to you. Just don't. Just don't. I, I, I just, if one person out there needed to hear what I had to say today to just reassure themselves that, yeah, okay, it is still all right to have traditional values. It is still all right. It's still okay to go way back to 20 years ago. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) Anywho, thank you all so much for the support. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, we're just going to keep this thing rolling. I'll see you all episode 18. Hopefully by then I have a way for you guys to call in. I think that would be super fun. Um, Yeah. Good things to come, people. Good things to come. I hope you guys have a great, fantabulistic weekend. And I'll see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other stay safe out there everybody peace out so see